Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy, and thank you so much for being here for episode 76 of this podcast. It's been such a great run so far. We are not stopping anytime soon, and it's just going to keep on getting better and better as we go. If you enjoy what you're hearing, if you really uh, connect with all the different guests that we have here, please make a point to share this show with anyone else you like. Please be sure to push subscriptions. Um, All the likes and comments are always, always appreciated. If you are an iPhone user, please go ahead and subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts. You can find all the different platforms available at my website at he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. And you'll also see a link right at the top of the podcast page that says, buy me a coffee. Uh, That is simply if you like what you've been hearing for all 75 plus episodes and you feel the need to support the show in any way whatsoever, because none of this, you know, like it's free for all of you to listen. It will stay free for all of you to listen, but it's not free to put together. There are equipment costs. There is website costs. There are the monthly housing costs for, uh, for Podbean, all that stuff. So any assistance uh, you can provide, always appreciated, never mandatory. This is simply something there for anyone who would like to show their support, which is always, always appreciated. Now, um, earlier this month, we had we had posted the audio for the webinar, Publish Me Too. And before that, a few months before that, there was the original Publish Me, The Business of Writing. And Publish Me Too was beyond the writing. And those two seminars... I was I was brought into him by Dara Kalima, um, but Dara Kalima was also working with someone else to really make that happen, and that is our guest this week. Uh, Tony Langhorn is, uh, is a very very prolific uh, author, poet, um, and publisher. The man is behind Two Eye Publishing, and is also behind Poetics University, uh, which is getting attention from all different poets around the country. And it's going to be a great ride just to hear his story because of everything that he's doing to really push the writing community as far as it can go. And it is a real pleasure to have him here. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present Tony Langhorn. Tony, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. Hello, everyone out there. Um, I just wanted to make one correction. You said um, we're, we're making an impact in the country. We're actually international. And we're all go. around the world with Poetics University. I am. Um, I am so happy. Don't want to leave them out. <laughs> I am so happy to be wrong about that. Yes. <laughs> By all means, Good. yes. Around the world, that is fabulous. Yes. Now, um, with that in mind, you got a lot that's uh, that's going on right now. There's a lot in progress. Can you share a little bit with us? 
Yes. Um, I also, I just forgot to say thank you for having me <laughs> on, on, the, on the show. Um, it was a pleasure actually working with you on Publish Me. You gave some great insight for those that were watching and those that were asking questions. Um, I, and I thank you for your contribution to that experience. Hey, my pleasure. Um, Anytime you want to bring me back on, please do. I'll be oh, happy to We help. have some things that are, that are coming. So yes. Oh, nice. Get nice. <laughs> um, so far as what's happening um, with, with us. Mm -hmm. So 2 I Publishing right now, we have a, 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 lo a lot of people that are coming to us to have us, you know, publish their book, look at their work. Uh, of course, we can't publish all, all, all things that are submitted, but we are in the review process right now for our releases that will come in in summer. Excellent. So right now we're 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 working on preparing for the launches in this spring coming up, but summer submissions are open. You just go to our website, um, Tony Inc. Um, Tony Inc. com backslash um, submissions, and, and, it's, and that will and it's and it's Tony with two eyes, correct? It's Tony with two eyes. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. T O N I I. Don't forget the two eyes. Um, nice. So so that's that's what's happening right now. We also have a lot of events coming that support the literary community outside of just our own authors. We also have our own authors in. Um, our own authors events included in our schedule, but we do make room for those that have chosen to self-publish. And we have something called uh, the um, BYOVB. It's mm -hmm. kind of, I call it the boozy book club, but it, nice. you don't have to have um, alcohol at the event. Uh, we, we just say a <laughs> beverage, um, but you come, it's a laid back kind of environment. And, it, and I started it because I wanted to bring the readers and the authors together on one on one platform where, you know, in book clubs, you know, you you just you tell what you what you think about it. And mm -hmm. then the person that's moderating tells what they think about it. And and it's never the insight from the actual person that wrote it. So it's all interpretations. But now having the author lead it, now you can actually get the backstories. And it just it just creates a better appreciation for the work of, of, of writing, you know, uh, the art of writing and, and those that create it. And so that is called BYOBB. We have I, I did we did one. Um, last year, a series, mm -hmm. and then now we're, we're we did the second. We're halfway in the second one. So I just finished mine last week, and then we have three, three, four, three more that's coming up. So um, that event is is an amazing. And anybody, you don't have to come with the book. We do encourage you to support the author by ordering the book before the event so that you can have it. Um, nice. But by the end of the book, by the end of this type of event, you want to grab the book because you, you've kind of tasted the, the essence of the work rather than just reading a book and it, and it adds more value to the book itself, you know? That's great. Um, and then we, then we also have something called the Bounded Conversations, which is just like this, where I sit down one-on-one with the author and I, I, I read their book and then I, I, I kind of explore other topics that the book led my imagination to, you know, what was going on in life, you know, yeah. when you when you wrote these words and kind of get the backstory. So so it, it's another experience that allows a author and, it, and, and their words to go beyond the pages. So um, and, and so that that's what's happening on 
2 I Publishing's uh, nice. uh, platform. Now for Poetics University, we are ramping up for T3, which is term three. So we had two terms last year in 2020 where we started this journey and through COVID and everything. Now we're getting back to kind of a new normal. It's still mm -hmm. hybrid online. So we're, we're looking at doing another amazing term where we're offering um, workshops, writing workshops, and also we're adding a, a lecture component where we will be dealing with different topics of writing and, and also of the challenges that, you know, we face as, as writers, branding, you know, artist development focused type of lectures. And, and so we're doing that. We're also, and first of all, shout out to my team <laughs> on Poetics University, Dara, who is on live right now with us, um, but also the people that are all around the world. So I, I said that, corrected you because our team is also all around the world. We have a member from Dubai. We have a member in the UK. We also have, bringing it back here, we have someone from Colorado. And then Dara and I are in the tri-state area, which is, I'm in New Jersey. She's in, um, in, New, York. in New York. So, so it's, 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 it's beyond what I, I thought it could ever get to. You nice. know, I was just starting it for, for, you know, the people that I knew here, but it, it quickly expanded. Um, so outside of that, we also are working on more anthologies. We dropped three last year or mm -hmm. getting into this year, but we, uh, we dropped three from the first three workshops that we did, Bleed, um, Roses, and, and Moist. Mm -hmm. So all of them have a different flavor, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, so these are the books here. I know you can't see it on the, on the podcast, but <laughs> in case this is posted. <laughs> right. um, but they, they're three different flavors. The, one, the Roses is about love. Moist is actually erotic um, it, um, poetry. And then Bleed was more about pain. So we have several, several more to go, but we are working hard on releasing those so that we can um, make room for what we're going to be doing in the up and coming months. Wow. That yeah. is a lot. There's a lot going and, and on. And then I'm also promoting myself now as an author a little bit more too. So there you um, go. Ramp, ramping, revamp, re, revamping that that energy. It's a good thing you got a team to help you out with all of this. Like this is some real ambitious stuff that you have going on here. Yeah. So I I learned very very quickly um, that you know I am one person mm -hmm. and I can't do everything. Yeah. Um, and I. Any idea that you have, doing it by yourself will always be, will always stunt its possibilities. Yeah. So I I am a firm believer in team. I'm a firm believer that one idea can turn into a galaxy when you actually allow other people to come and contribute to it. A lot of people like to covet their their ideas, uh, but I'm one that will strategize and then you know put an energy out there that, 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 you know, in, um, helps people want to be a part of that energy, you know? 
that's great. I love the one idea can become a galaxy. That's that's fantastic. And yeah, <laughs> it really it really kind of pushes the whole thing. It's just like, yes, writing itself is a very lonely thing because it really mm -hmm. is at the end of it all. It is just you and your computer or your notebook or whatever, however you do it. Yeah. Um, but getting that uh, getting a team involved, you always have to have one. You know, there always has to be like a, a cover designer that can give you the best possible cover. There has to exactly. be editors to allow more people to really get inside your head. Um, you know, exactly. there are beta readers to let you know if you're on the right track. So yeah, it's there's a whole lot that goes into it. It is not just a a one person job as so many people out there may think. Yeah, you know, there's there are a lot of different components that go into this. And the fact that you have like, I mean, you, you do have a promotion team as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like you, you definitely need that because that's not something that I, you know, like I can say, you know, like considering your, uh, your ambition, everything that you have, you know, like going on right now, I can definitely see like promotion being a strong suit for you. Yeah, that is, um, that is the number one thing. I know I, I'm very involved in, in promoting, mm -hmm. um, and marketing on both aspects that the publishing as well as the poetics university mm -hmm. and and there's a certain there's a certain aesthetic i guess or a certain approach that i have to mm -hmm. to design uh not design but just promotion uh with poetics university it's more on the intrinsic and and, and getting people engaged with each other yeah. um you know trying to 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 make sure that that people are connecting with each other um, outside of just like a business thing, but but just in the creative atmosphere, you are much better when you actually collaborate or run your ideas by other people. And that's kind of the origin of Poetics University. Um, it was from a thing that I did called 30, 30 Poems, 30 Days. It was a challenge that I did. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and people came together and it was just that experience that really showed me that creativity is nothing alone. You know, yeah. it is everything when it's actually, you know, in a, in a community setting or, or inside of a setting where you have other creatives that j think just like you um, or, or that has that same passion that you have. Yeah. And it just blooms, and and I always like I, I I'm using the galaxy metaphor now. Um, even even my mission is to create other galaxies. Yeah. you know, a lot of people say I'm creating empires, but mm -hmm. I'm creating galaxies. So nice. it's like I don't want you to be under my ruling. I right. want you to have your own brand because you are here for a purpose as well, and that in your purpose may not have anything to do with me. <laughs> you know, right. you have a certain skill or talent that, you know, other people that need you, mm -hmm. you know, they need to see that and not just Tony Two Eyes, you know. Right. So I'm I'm all about building building other other galaxies and working with people to to help them become better. It sounds a lot like the way that Image Comics does their thing because they're all about bringing other artists and bringing other writers and everything, and they get to own their characters, they get to own their oh, artwork, wow. and the only thing that's really that's really a part of Image Comics as a whole is the image eye that's on the that's on the covers. So oh, wow. if, yeah, like that's that's. Uh, I mean, obviously they go through the whole um, the whole screening session and everything. Like you still have to submit and everything to be a part of them. But, uh, yeah. but when it comes to when it comes to your artwork and everything, when you're brought in, you know that you have your own. You basically set up your own team, your own 
artists, your own writers and everything, you basically get to dictate how your your books go. Um, wow. As long as you stay on time and as long as you, um, if there are any sort of like universal issues or anything like that, that can be adjusted, great. Mm -hmm. But uh, But if you have to leave for any reason, then you get to leave with your characters, with your artwork, so that way there's no hard feelings about wow. anything. So, in, yeah. in image comics? Image comics, yeah. There's a whole okay. there's a whole documentary on Amazon Prime all about them. I think it's oh, um, wow. I think it's called the Image Revolution, and it's all about like okay. the start of of Image Comics and how they really pushed that sort of independence. And it's really something, you know, because especially because the main people that really started Image were all um people that have been screwed over in some way shape or form by either marvel or dc or both so oh. it was their response to that and that's uh so it's really cool like the way that they have that have uh the way that they set up the whole thing okay i'm gonna have to look into that yeah um that that actually reminded me um we're in 2i publishing we're actually going to a we're, we're expanding to a um a book service that will be book services that will be offered by us where instead of you know going the full publishing route you can actually come and shop for different services with Ooh. uh within 2i publishing so you can keep your you keep your right publishing rights and everything but since we have a particular um aesthetic or we have a particular name for ourselves right. if you want to be a part of that but you just you don't want to fully commit uh, but you want help on your on your book design or you want help with editing or you want help with you know layout and stuff like that um you can come and kind of shop those services um and that i guess is dropping i'm, I'm dropping it right now on on your podcast but Whoa. it's going to be called so we got um, a scoop here <laughs> yeah it's going to be called simple simple book book services so simple um, book services nice and that's simple with two eyes so oh um, nice <laughs> nice gotta so keep that brand going <laughs> yeah it, it's going to be a part of subsidiary of of two eye publishing or department i guess you can say nice that's great so that's, that's great. coming in the up and coming up and coming months it'll probably be um later on in a year but we're preparing we're we're testing everything trying to get models out and all of that stuff so i love it I love it. That's that's fantastic. And yeah. so with everything that you got going, like, I mean, there's there's got to be a beginning to all of this. So what <laughs> I always call what I always uh, refer to as the lightning bolt moment, there's always that moment whenever anyone kind of experiences something or meet someone or see something, hear something, whatever, and mm. just points in that direction and goes, that's what I want to do. That's the part of that's the part of life I want to be in that's the journey I want to take. What was that first step for you? Um, well, I'll use your metaphor and I would say it's more like the, the entire process of lightning. Mm -hmm. So you first have to have, you know, evaporation yeah. and the evaporation then has to create clouds and then, you know, inner positive neuro, um, electrons and all that stuff has to develop before lightning ever strikes. Nice. So in my particular case, it started with the book that you see in the background, Her. Mm -hmm. So um, even before that, it was the re relationship that I um, that I had to endure 
to get to the point where I was now dissolved from that relationship and I was alone. And the only thing I had now to actually use as therapy was my poetry. Mm. And, and through that, I started going to an open mic um, and then I started performing my work. And, and then people started talking to me about how impactful this or that was the line that I said this or that you have a certain skill or you have a gift and then that led to me then putting together her and then um, going through that process because when I first started performing poetry and writing it I didn't I didn't have the goal of actually writing a book you know it was it's all always something in the back of your mind like oh I want to write a book one day you know yeah. I had goals of writing another book more of a novel um, but you know this landed on my lap and so I had conversations with people about making books and so it led me to go to Amazon and I wrote and I and I, I put together the book and I uploaded it to Amazon and I mean it wasn't an easy feat um because if you can see all of the pages are black yeah. so it's the opposite of what normal publishing would would be so um even the print house Amazon at that time um struggled to actually make the book every single time like that. So I think my first order was like 25 books and all of them had the pages off center with a little bit of white strip or oh. something. So I had to, I, I got a refund. Shout out Good. to them for being very understandable because they are understandable when, when if you need to, you know, get a refund, um, you just have to show pictures. But but then they, I guess they worked it out and they, they, they got it where it's consistently black pages. Nice. And um, so, so that then led to, you know, me putting out a book and I started talking with people. They're like, oh man, I really want to do a book. And I talked to people that have, have been in the performing uh, history of poetry for like 20 years. And they're like, mm -hmm. I always wanted to do a book. You know, I just never got around to doing it. And yeah. I was like, I never want to be that person. And I never want to actually have a conversation with someone that has actually had a conversation with me and that be something that they say later on down the line. You know, I want to be able to to change that that narrative. And so then I got the idea of starting my own publishing company. Um, and, and, and then um, Natalie, who uh, produced who came to me in an open mic uh, that I used to run, she was carrying around her, her book for, I think months. Wow. And she didn't know why she was, she just, and she remembered every poem in it. She knew the doc, she knew the document from front to back. And she, she was in there and I, and I said something about, I started a publishing company. If you are interested in in, in, in publishing a book, talk to me. And so she talked to me that mm -hmm. day. That was her first time actually ever performing live wow. with poetry. And, and so from there, three months later, we came out with this book, which is called, um, uh, you can't see it real good, but um, it's called Out of Chaos. And so from there, that was, this, that was solidified the idea or the direction that I was going because I was able to not only take my own ideas and create a book, but mm -hmm. I was able to then look into what a person actually wanted to present and then work with them to create 
a product and wow. experience. And oh, so, great. yeah. That's so great. then that led to a lot of everything else. And then the lightning, that was more, more, more like most likely the lightning strike. Yeah. So the lightning strike, you know, you don't get one, you get multiple. Mm -hmm. Or Dara likes to say that I, I actually have popcorn. So my ideas come <laughs> in popcorns and, and she's there to help, you know, catch the popcorn and put it in buckets. But, um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so, so that is kind of how everything has led up into to this moment. Oh, that's great. That's great. So the, um, so at first you, you, performed at an open mic and then later on you were running your own is that what uh yes yes okay I, ironically enough i took over the space that that my first open mic that Perfect. i went to or my first and actually i don't think i went to any other open mic before i started my own then really? i started going to other open mics oh wow support. That's great. Yeah. So, so tell us about that first time. Like you have the, you have the, you know, your poem ready. You have the one that you chose, you chose that that was going to be the one that was going to <laughs> be the subject of that first open mic. And you're standing up there. You, you walk up there. I have always been just so um, respect. You know, I, I always had so much respect for anyone who gets involved in any sort of open mic, whether they are uh, reading an excerpt from their book whether they're reading a poem, whether they're doing stand-up comic comedy, whatever, singing. you know, like it's singing, yeah, because it's so it's so raw. Like you're basically just like getting up there and just kind of you're feeling that sort of rush of adrenaline. You you're you're not really there's always that moment where you could just go ahead and sit, you know, stay seated and not want, you know, not want to go forward with it, but then yeah. finally you just like you you stand up, you walk over to the mic and you present something that is inside you. So yeah. what was that for you? What was, what was that feeling like for you for that first poem? So that was not my first rodeo. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have been doing poetry since I was a kid um, in front of audiences at church. You know, I was the, the youth um, pastor or whatever for my, my, previous church um, nice. for the longest and I had to to kind of present things from time to time all the all the time and even in high school mm -hmm. I presented things so um and, and you know ironically enough the story of poetry is throughout my whole story my whole biography would actually have poetry in it and I didn't realize that because there was a large period of time that I neglected that part of me Mm -hmm. And so, but, and, and so when you start over, you kind of forget, or you don't even connect the dots until you're actually talking about it. But yeah. um, I actually had my poem painted on the, the business school wall of the school that I first attended after high school. Oh, and wow. I, and I did that with a world renowned author, um, artist, sorry, and his wife, which was a world renowned poet. And we painted, we stayed up at nights, you know, painting in the office. And I didn't even realize that my poem was actually in that scale, um, like at that age. So, wow. and, and throughout the years, um, I, I took Toastmasters. So I conquered mm -hmm. that fear of actually stepping in front of people. It was like, 
I'm going to show you who I am. And that's how I, that's how I live life now. It's yeah. not, I, I'm not one that thinks about it that much. Mm-hmm. Like you want to do a podcast Let's let's do it. You could, right. you could have said that same day. And I would have, <laughs> I would have said yes, <laughs> because I believe in authenticity. You know, yeah. I don't have to have the words, right. I don't have to say every word correctly because communication is being able to transfer a particular thing to a particular audience. And as long as I can articulate myself in that way, where you can understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like the fear of, of that, and I'll go back and I'll correct myself, you know, I, I don't fear mistakes. Yeah. And, and, and I think that when I stepped up to the mic in that particular um, instant up in New York, cause that was like my first open mic in New York, mm-hmm. um, that, was and just the funny thing is it was actually erotic um poetry night so it's it's all it it was erotic poet so i i actually went to that particular environment every single week and that's where i trained myself to actually uh perform so when in erotic poetry you know you can say some of the most outlandish things (laughs) and the crowd is already prepared for that. So it's yeah. kind of a benefit starting off that way because it it, it kind of gets rid of the fear. Mm-hmm. Um, even for people that went there, like it gets rid of the fear of, oh, am I going to say the right words? Are they going to like it? No, I can say whatever I want. Oh, <laughs> and, and they that's will <laughs> they will ooh and ah about mm-hmm. certain things. And then if you actually are able to kind of play with words and mm-hmm. and, and and when you in that environment like it's 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 a very easy thing to play with words and yeah. you know kind of stimulate emotions and and other things mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so it, it, it was it was a great experience to do that and and from day one it was like I I came up and I like a lot of people that were there, kind of just were saying just raunchy things, you know, some of them were known for saying raunchy things, but I took, I approached it analytically and Mm -hmm. intellectually. So I would say something that would maybe have to make you look in a thesaurus a little bit, but then you (laughs) get it, but you may not have understood one word, but you know, you can look that up on the way home. And you get the tone of it all. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so that was, that was my first time experience. Wow. Talk in, about in New York. The <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great, man. So, um, so having gone through that and having that sort of, that sort of, you know, that, that sort of acceptance really, uh, what was it that made you want to start up your own open mics? What did they approach you to take it over? Did you approach them? No, they actually stopped. They um, had partnership issues, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Because it was a partnership that was doing it and they they had issues. And so it it stopped abruptly. And so it was like I was just getting out of uh, my relationship, a divorce. And and it was like like that was my therapy every single week. That was my church, (laughs) you know, and and now I didn't have that. So I hit up one of my friends and I said, um, because we started a poetry club in Florida um, in our, in our community college. So, but in, you know, our timelines went apart and then we came back, we met each other 
randomly in New York, um, like years after I had moved up here. Oh, and wow. so I was like, let's, let's do what we did back there. But now we can actually start an organization, not just a club or a college. Yeah. So we started it. It was called Word Vomit Poets. Word Vomit Poets. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People like that name. <laughs> <That's> nice. <laughs> yeah. So what was that first event like? You know, you, you've gone ahead and, and you've taken over the venue, right? You know, like you just reached back out to that venue and asked, like, hey, can we go I ahead said, and set it up here? Yeah, I met with the owner um, and, and I, I worked for him, actually. Like time, like everything in this timeline kind of just comes back around. Yeah. I, when I first came up here, Mm-hmm. Um, because I attended Columbia University. So when I first came up here, I was like, okay, I got to find a job. So I <laughs> I went to, um, I think one of my friends took me to his restaurant, yeah. and uh, which was across the street, which is called Chocolat, and it's in mm-hmm. Harlem. Right. And so he owned the bar across the street where the erotic poetry was, which is called Mocha Bar and Lounge. Nice. And and so I reached out to him. I scheduled a meeting and we sat down, had a whole presentation and everything, projecting, you know, uh, revenue and all of that stuff. So um, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to go ahead with it. So we that's how it that's how it happened. That's great. After I, after I found out that the other places stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And did you set up something like a two drink minimum or anything like that. For, uh... Yeah. So so he that was one of his. um, the owner's, you know, requirements. So, you know, you don't want people just coming in and sitting down um, and and not, not, not drinking, yeah, or drinking water, even though we still had that issue and that's just a open mic issue. Um, But, but we did try our best to, to kind of, you know, promote and, and, and make sure that we're taking care of the place that gave us the opportunity. That's, that's so cool. So what was the timeline between making that deal and then having your first um, open mic, um, your first open mic presentation. Um, th- that was, so that was in December and then we started in February of oh, 2020. I mean, of 2019, sorry. Oh, great. So, you, so you were able to, you know, like get, get that little extra bit of time to really kind of promote it and get the exact attention. Yeah. He wanted us like, hey, in there quicker. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> cause, cause that was like one of his best events, um, uh, at night, but of course, uh, we yeah. were like, we can't do we don't have a name for ourselves up here so we need some time to go to other open mics and you know promote what we're doing and get people here so that's smart that's yeah that's a great way to do it so you had just like business cards flyers and things like that and just, we had uh, flyers yeah excellent that's a great yeah. way to do it yeah so um so what was it like for that first time? You like you did the you did your marketing and everything. You had you had gone to the different open mics. You had gotten the word out that you know like this is going up again and everything. February comes around. What was the attendance like? Um, standing room only. You know it was I, it was amazing. Um, like we were very surprised that we were able to do it. It kind of gave us the motivation that you know again that we were walking our purpose. Yeah. And um, and and he was impressed, you know, because it was it was it was packed. Yeah. And and the 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 community's reaction was something that I I cherished, you know, um, because the the previous uh, open mic was more towards a particular audience. They had a particular following Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't include everyone. And when other people were there. It, 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 it was uncomfortable. So we knew that we wanted to 
to, to found something that included everyone from all different types of backgrounds because even my partner and I had different backgrounds and different following. So we mm -hmm. wanted to make a space that 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 include that was inclusive um, and didn't follow any particular um, particular regimen or any particular you know the content of the 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 um event did not lean any way okay so it was basically just kind of carte blanche like anyone could talk about could you know perform a poem about whatever was whatever yeah. they were working on and we always we always started off saying you know make sure that the content is not offensive to other people you know yeah just be aware of of that that we are someone we are a organization that believes in you know the inclusive inclusion of everyone yeah yeah. yeah. And that's going to, you know, like offend anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, we monitored it. You know, there was with anything that you have a bunch of people <laughs> coming to, you know, you all, there's always maintenance that you have to do. So it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Smooth sailing. Right. <laughs> and then you also have alcohol involved because it was a bar. So <laughs> it's like you have to monitor both all of that at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like, you know, it's it's basically just like a two drink minimum of truth serum. So it's... yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, so you so you have that instant, you know, you have that event and everything. It, it goes great. Um, were you doing it bi-weekly, weekly, monthly? Weekly. Was weekly. Wow. Oh. Every Tuesday night. Excellent, excellent. And that was able to, were you able to sustain that sort of attendance? Yeah, um, no, no, no. So during the winter months, you know, yeah. it was cold, snow, so those those things. But what, it, what, what we always did and what I focused on in particular, I was more of the marketing um, side. So I always made these, you know, flyers that made the 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 features look like they are someone you know yeah. um they could be just starting their first feature but i wanted them to get their fame in that instance you know from just the first promotion you That's know so, so cool. that they feel good about who who they are as an artist and then um and then also that the audience is prepared for you know and and promoting them making sure that the you know, audience, the people that follow us will go and follow them. So, yeah, that's, that's great. That's a lot like the way that, uh, that a lot of authors uh, put together their anthologies to really kind of get their, uh, get themselves on like the USA Today bestseller list or anything like they will team with a whole bunch of other authors and they'll have a few that are kind of like the name ones that are going to really kind of carry that book to yeah. uh, to get to the people to get in front of the people's eyes but at the same time like you know at some point they're going to be reading their stuff too and it's all going to be it's all given equal status there so yeah. it's it sounds great it sounds very you know team oriented you know it's mm -hmm. like we're all in this together we all want to uh we all want to you know make sure that you succeed and for those of you who are starting up you know come on grab you know like you know come on take my hand we'll you know get you right up to this level as well so yep. that's 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 terrific. That's such a good positive way to really kind of get people involved. Yeah. Um, so the so with this sort of momentum and everything, and you get you get uh, contacted by uh, you said her name was Natalie. Oh, Correct? Natalie. Yes. Yeah. So she goes ahead and and she makes the makes the plunge and you know reaches out to you with her book, 
Mm-hmm. And when that happens, when you know, like you're starting to get people involved, interested in becoming a part of a publishing team and, yes. and getting published and everything, what's that feeling like? So, you know, it was, huh, I'm trying to think now, because when, when you're in it, you, you're just, you have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't pay attention to kind of the feeling of it. It was, it was very like, well, it started me off on the right foot in this publishing journey because yeah. it, everything was organic. And, and the things that I learned in that experience, I carry over to what I do now in my, in my company from, mm-hmm. start, from start to finish. So um, I approached it as, you know, she's not just the writer of the words, she is an inter- intricate part of the development of this idea that will become a book. Wow. And so that is the same thing that I do, you know, with every person that I, that I publish, mm-hmm. every author, I talk with them at the first and I, and I let them know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a self-published author. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through that process. And by you actually choosing to come go through, go to us, you are, you are not eliminating everything that goes on in the process. You, I, I view it and I work as I am a brand and I am creating something with another brand. Yeah. So you have a responsibility in this thing coming into fruition, just like I do. Right. Um, I have, I, we, I have the team and the skills that will edit your work. I have the team and the skills that will make your, your book, you know, look good, look attractive, mm-hmm. make it, make it where someone wants to pick it up and, and read the words mm-hmm. um, that are contained within it. But you also have to believe in the book. You also have to be there every step of the way to, to say this cover matches everything that I experienced while writing this book, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's how I approach it I I um and that's what I started with with her um I believe in organic creativity we started off with one idea for the whole book or first of all she had an idea when she first came to me and Mm -hmm. it was like this 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 and so I was like I will take everything that you told me and I will (laughs) work with it (laughs) and by the end it was not the same idea or the same concept, and right. and and she had, and and it wasn't anything forced. Yeah. It was the organic process of creating it that 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 allowed the give and take things uh, because you she came with an idea, but now I'm involved, and this is the same thing I was talking about. It creates galaxies. Like yeah. now I actually cre- come and contribute my plan. And it's to this to this idea. And now the things that you've never thought of is now circulating in this book. And, and things may have you may have had to throw away some of the concepts, but it now made the experience of the book so much better. Yeah. And so and so the cover just for one, she had this cover in mind and mm-hmm. everyone has a cover in mind. Usually they want it this way, this way, that way. And mm-hmm. this cover came out of one of the meetings towards the end of the process, I, I opened my tablet and I'm an artist, a visual artist as well. So my background 
was a picture that looked similar to her cover. And she was oh. like, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh, this is this is some of my artwork. And she was like, ooh, I like that. And I was like, <laughs> what do you know? This actually would match because mm -hmm. she actually went out and it's all, and that's the other thing. Like, it's not just about a cover that looks pretty. She, her thing as her person, mm -hmm. as her personal journey, she wakes up every morning and runs to the um, to the water um, where she stays. She stays on the east side of, of, of Manhattan and she runs to the side and takes a picture of the sunrise every morning. Oh, wow. And so when this picture came up, when she saw it and I connected it with her and I'm the and I'm the artist behind it, I'm like, this is her cover. Yeah. And, and, and I, you can, OK, you can see it there. So it's the sunrise. And, oh, and, or wow. the sunset, whichever one you see. But yeah. I use lines to make that come 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 to be. So nice. it was a powerful statement. It included her journey. It included her as an artist. It included her as a person. And that is how pretty much almost every book that comes to be out of two eye publishing. That's nice. how it happens I love it. organically. I love it. I, I think I think that's fabulous. And that's. Um, I mean, really, at the end of it all, like the book that comes out, like it's a part of you, you know, so yeah. why not, you know, why not take that and push that to the hilt? Because yeah. that's only going to get, you know, like get more attention because everybody always says, that, you know, like, oh, you know, like all the stories have, have all been told and everything is just like a retread of something else. And it's like, no, what's not what's missing out there on those shelves is your take on it. And that what you're doing there is fabulous because it's really kind of pushing that it's like this is my story you know this is exactly. this is what this is the world through my eyes and yeah. everyone's got a different take so i think that's that's terrific the way you're doing that yeah thank you so the um so with uh with 2i publishing how many how many writers have you brought in so far um, so one, two, three, four, four right now. And mm -hmm. then we have like three in the coming up in the spring. Um, yeah. Excellent. And then I just got a proposal last the other day from someone that I really admire. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then, um, I'm working on those. And then there was another person that I did not know, which I'm mm -hmm. excited about that because it's outside of now, you know, because Poetics You, you know, is kind of the core. I did kind of both of them at the same time. Um, two, well, 2i Publishing was existed, but I started investing more time and energy into 2i Publishing at the yeah. same time that I invested the energy into Poetics University. But the Poetics University took off with a team Right. And and two I publishing was mostly me, and then now it branched off and has its own team as well too. So I'm 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 doing both now because I have a team on both sides. That's terrific. And I actually just got um, word right before right before the our show started uh, before this recording, um, I was contacted by a friend of mine, Elizabeth Daniel, who is a real a great poet herself, and she mentioned that she was uh, she had been working with Poetics You. So that's- Oh, wow, yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's, that's terrific. So um, so how many how many authors are you looking to kind of like work with overall with 2i Publishing? Do you, or are you basically just kind of like opening it up to as many as 
you feel, you know, want to come in or are you cutting it off at, at like a certain number? Because I know that there are a lot of smaller presses that want to keep themselves small so that way they can focus on everybody. Yeah. So um, right now I, I haven't, I haven't um, thought about a particular number. Mm -hmm. I am, I am working or accepting things or like accepting projects mm -hmm. in increments. So yeah. I have like, I'm all about group chats and stuff like that. So yeah. I have a generation one to mm -hmm. I publishing group chat. So these are Natalie, the, the first four. Yeah. So I communicate with them all together. And then I have now some of the later submissions that came at the beginning of this year, late last year, mm -hmm. they're part of generation um, two, which will be late spring, summer. So, and they'll, I, right now it's like three authors right now. So I, I'm looking at like five, five people every, you know, release yeah. um, period. So, um, and that is, and, and that is that is something so how I approach as far as you know paying attention to each one um, you know right now I'm in the building phase building the catalog and mm -hmm. so in the midst of this has been COVID uh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'm also having to navigate a new business model and mm -hmm. a new way of doing business as far as in the literary field because now we can't do book readings you know, in person or at libraries or at this bookstore or whatever. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the next phase will be, and I've already started um, making relationships and working with bookstores to um, get into their catalogs um, or not get into their catalogs, but get into their, 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 their offerings. Um, yeah. and, or I guess their catalog online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and also doing event, joint events with them to create, you know, the experiences around the books, not just selling, because that's also another thing. I'm 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 I want I'm I'm focused on selling, but mm -hmm. I'm also focused on building up the authors as more than just authors. Yeah. So I I always talk to them about what they're passionate about. Nice. So the book is one that's that's a product of who you are. That's yeah. not who you are. An author is just and, and I always give the example of Beyonce, you know, uh, that's just, uh, <laughs> you know, a stigma. Like she doesn't have to make music anymore a day in her life. Yeah. <laughs> she built a brand mm -hmm. via music, <laughs> mm -hmm. but she was more than just the music, the person yeah. behind, who is Beyonce was more than that. And you can see that coming out now in her fashion. Now she has a business with Adidas, you know, a, a partnership with Adidas. Yep. She has, you know, you know, um, things, the partnerships with, I think Pepsi was one of them before. Mm -hmm. So your think outside of just the book, don't get consumed with book sales. Let yeah. it be, a, a, a vessel to pour into people your message or who you are um, and not the entire brand. And mm -hmm. so I, 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 I coach them on, okay, do something on Zoom, an event that you could possibly do. Yeah. Think, think about all of these other things. Partner with, if you are about mental health and your book is about mental health, 
you know, reach out to someone that may be in the Institute of Mental Health or whatever, you know, reach out yeah. to someone that's doing an event on mental health or that it has a brand on mental health and attach yourself. And here we go again, galaxies, attach yeah. yourself <laughs> with those things because you're more than just a book. No, oh, so, it's fabulous. I love, I love that. I love that message. I love that approach to everything. And I love hearing that you're already like, you know, looking for different ways to kind of adapt to what we've been dealing with. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, like you've been having to deal with it for a while, uh, yeah. considering like we're going on a year now with all of this mess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's terrific. So what would you say would, for anyone who's just kind of like starting out out there and they've made their new year's resolution last month, you know, this is, this is, you know, we're coming up to the end of February right now. In January, they said, I will get myself out there. I will get a, I will, I will write a book or I will publish the book, you know, the book I've already written. I will shop it around out there, whatever their, whatever their decision is. Mm -hmm. What is the first step you would recommend they take? The first step is, and what is your purpose? Mm -hmm. That's the first and that is one of the first questions on my submissions uh, yeah. to Two Eye Publishing. What is the purpose of your book? Mm -hmm. um, and I approach everything in a business setting as well as from an artistic or mm -hmm. creativity setting. I, I, I do both of them. So when you're going to start a business, you need to know your mission and your vision statement. You know, yeah. you need to know why you're doing this and and, and where where you're trying to go. So you may not know the particulars. You may not because the vision is, is a little bit more particular than the mission. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know why you're doing it. So yeah. and, and your why will afford the opportunities that come after that make up your vision. So why do you want to write a book? Mm -hmm. If it is for you, that now tells you which direction you're going to go. If you're actually doing it for others, then that's a different direction. Yeah. If you're if you're trying to do it for yourself, then go the if you just if that's just something that you want to see your words in a book, mm -hmm. then I would say, you know, consult with someone um, about how to self-publish your book. Um, again, simple will be around the corner um, that we will do consultations and, and with people first. And see if if their route is better to go self-publishing or 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 the uh, I mean that's not part of the simple part, but they yeah. will that will be part of it. If a person looks like they are trying to reach a larger audience and they're trying to do things on a larger scale, then it may be better to go with um, recommend them to go with the the, the regular publishing route. Mm -hmm. um, but. So their purpose will will nav will will dictate which route they go. Now, right. after your after your purpose is, is and you know why you're doing it, then you get to what you're doing, yeah. you know, and the making of the book. Mm -hmm. So the making of the book for every person is going to be different. Yeah. And you have to know that and keep that in the back of your mind and it's just like how you figure out your why so you should be writing your book or if it's a collection of poetry you should be selecting the poems that are telling that are giving a person um getting a person from a to b 
mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, I feel that poetry has a great power to be able to affect people in more dimensions than one. Mm-hmm. And I think when you put together poetry, I think you should think, um, unless the intent behind it is for a person to just open it up right. and, and, and select any poem and, and, and walk away with that for the rest of the day, you know, mm-hmm. and that is a purpose. You want a person to have a daily, you know, in script, a daily poem, a daily dose of, of your words. Um, but you should start thinking of how you're going to get a person from A to B. How do you tell that story? Because yeah. even when we, and, 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 and some people may be like, well, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. But even when we're conversing, just like what I told you, mm-hmm. I, I drop the fear because I know I can articulate enough for, to, to get a message into the ears of someone, into their brain to come to, to, to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So the fear is not there. So you, you're thinking about how you communicate when you're just talking in a conversation. You're right. not just going to start at the end and say, oh, yeah, if you ask me a question like, how did you start? Oh, well, I'm here at 2i Publishing now and we have a lot of books and this and this. I'm not going to I'm not going to, to say that I'm going to go back to you know, there's a structure, uh, a kind of natural way of how we communicate things um, yeah. in order to for people to comprehend it. So you need to also think about that because a book is a communication method. Um, if you believe it or not, it is it is a communication form. Yeah. Um, and, and and not all people can actually get it because some people can't read. So not mm-hmm. all books, you know, books may not be the outlet for every single person that you're trying to reach. So that's when you think about other things like audiobooks, you know. Yeah. And, and so that's another 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 way. Um, but so so after you got your 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 purpose and you now your what. And in, in, in this what process is the largest process, I would say, is putting together your thoughts and thinking about it from not just your point of view, but also from the reader's point of view. And that's what we do as a publisher. We think about, about the, the, the person because that's the customer. Yeah. So you're, you're probably thinking as a writer, um, I want to write my, I want to write a book. Mm-hmm because my words are this, or I want to put together my words for this. And, yeah. and you do it and you read it over and over and over and over again, but you're reading it with your voice and you're reading it for your mind to, to see. And then you go and you edit. Oh, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right, you know. But you <laughs> you may leave out that component of what is it doing for your reader. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I put it into my, my, my submissions form so that I can know what is your initial purpose and make sure that that purpose is there through the reader experience. Yeah. So in, when you're self-publishing, you may not be able to do that to the best of your ability because, you know, you have yours, but you can always get other people to read it, right. which is another another thing. Get other people to, to read your work. And, and, and that is part of the what when you're creating it. Mm-hmm. Get other people to read your work make sure what they what they're that's your initial kind of testing what are they getting from it and don't don't get people that's going to say oh this is great you know you don't want those people that's just going to read it and say oh this is great you know it's (laughs) as as much as it builds up your confidence 
you yeah. do want the critical eye. So someone around you that will give you the the truth that will invest the time to actually critically look at look at your work. You know, even if it is you want someone to actually tell you, oh, you forgot a period here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not just read it and say it's great, and but you actually missed a period here. You mm -hmm. want somebody to actually have that critical eye. And then, um, and then after you get the what, and then you got to get the how. How yeah. are you going to get it out to, to people? So you already thought about it when you thought about your purpose. If it's for you, then the how is to go, is to go self-publishing. But this is another point where you're going to think about it. Now that you've made it, it may have changed. And that after now you've gotten feedback which is from someone, it may have changed because their feedback is like, oh, wow, reading your words actually brought me to a place. Yeah. You know, reading your words actually made me change my thoughts on this. You know, those are all indicators that you actually have something that's some that can change someone. And, mm -hmm. and that's and that's when you actually may develop a different purpose. So your how are you going to go this route and then hustle, mm -hmm. hustle, 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 mm -hmm. <laughs> self-publishing route, be in front of people, make yeah. a strategy. Ask people that have a lot of followers to support you. Ask people that, that you know, ask a lot of people that you're doing this book, you know, you're putting it out. Can you please help me? And so, um, so, so then this, these are things that you, that you, that you get into when you're talking about the how, mm -hmm. um, if you go the how where you're actually working with a, a, um, a publisher, you know, research, publishing, research, to actually give up your publishing rights. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, I walk all of my authors through the agreement line by line. It, mm -hmm. it feels like an orientation at a school, but I do it because I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to just be like, sign here, I trust you. No, because when it comes down to it, if something happens, I don't want you to say, I never knew about it. And, I, and when you're talking about business, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So I walk everyone line by line. Um, if they have questions, I've had people that actually got had lawyers look over the agreement. Yeah. And, and, and I've had my lawyers look over the agreement. So I know that things are, um, are, are sound legally. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, and then the lawyer that you get to look at it also matters because I had a, um, a deals, what were, I forgot what he was. He was like a deals lawyer. So he handles like, deals and 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 things that companies that, that companies do with each other so, so he looked at it and he's and, and he didn't really grasp the concept that it's not a deal it's actually an agreement yeah. you know and it's like okay so you're giving this right where what do you get like this needs to be detailed and how many books are you going to sell uh, are you going to to print and how many and i'm like that's not yeah. how the agreement works yeah. but but so those are those are the things that that gets you to to this point of publishing mm -hmm. and then after that um i'm just giving you everything to to, to so that they can know what's <laughs> to come to yeah. um but after that then you're now still in the how but now you are now you have to think about your brand mm-hmm um, and the whole thing should have been, a, should also include brand too, because branding should be a part of that. And your brand should have that story in it. 
right. how you came from one step to the to the other and, and and your purpose should always be inside of your brand. So what are you trying to communicate to your to your people and then make decisions based off of that purpose. If you do that, you will build a galaxy that will will run on its own or that will afford opportunities that you never could have actually known back when you first started. I wow. started in my my little mission statement thing includes the passion for people and poet and, and creativity. I said poetry before, but it's creativity. Yeah. So everything that I do right now mm-hmm. is passion for people and creativity. So Excellent. it doesn't matter what I involve myself with right now, my brand, everything that I associate myself with will have passion and um, for, passion for people and, mm-hmm. and creativity. What is it doing on the people level and what is it doing for their creativity? So Excellent. there we go. Sorry for the long answer. But. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's always a good thing because uh, there are always, um, you know, it's aspiring authors or, you know, those that are really just kind of getting their works ready for um for any sort of publication, whether it's going to self-publishing route or whether it's submitting to agents, whether it's submitting to small presses, whatever the case. So it's always good to make sure that they're as educated as humanly possible. Just like you said, you don't want it to be, you don't want them to be ignorant of the of the process. You don't you don't want them to uh, just go ahead and just sign on the dotted line and then that's it. Yeah. So there's so much more that goes into that. And I'm really glad you shared all of that. Yeah. Uh, so where can- uh, I wanted to, sorry, I wanted to correct, I'm not correct, but um, touch on one thing. You just mentioned it, um, the submission part. Yeah. So, <laughs> because I just walked you through uh, something that didn't have the submission <laughs> part. So submitting your work after you have made it is actually a, a, a thing of its own. Yeah. So you may submit your work and you're not going to hear anything back from from someone. And yeah. you may have to submit to a lot of different publishing houses and mm-hmm. all publishing houses are not the same. I specialize or 2i Publishing specializes in um, the poetry. And yeah. also um, we're, we're going to get into um, novellas and novels and stuff like that, nonfiction um, coming up. But that's that's my specialty. So I'm not strong in the the other the other realms in my in, in, in the market is or the reach has not developed yet for novellas. But that's not that's not saying that it can't break into it. But I, I do specialize in in poetry and 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 then also to to touch on the process as well. If they're getting started, the other thing that they can do is submit to anthologies, which mm-hmm. is a great entrance. Um, it's kind of like a internship into the, the big thing. Um, yeah. You know, Gitch is built, it's a resume builder too, because that's another part, you know, when, when, when you get further down the line speaking, you know, it sounds a lot better when he says this person has been published in this anthology and this anthology and this and this and this and this, it creates more accolades rather than just, oh, they have, they published a book, you know? And and it also goes to your, your craft. If you have passed and gotten, if you have um, um, strengthened your craft to the, to the point where other people are accepting your work 
into anthologies mm-hmm. that, you know, that may be about a range of um, of topics and a range of expertise, people with expertise. And you got in, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone else did not get in, you know, other people did not. Then that says something about your craft. So yeah. I would say that's another starting uh, starting point as well. Excellent. Excellent. And where can our listeners find you on social media? So on my personal page is Tony Two Eyes, T-O-N-I-I, the number Mm -hmm. two, E-Y-E-S. If you want to follow me, um, and and it's also Tony Langhorn on um, Facebook. Mm -hmm. There is Two Eye Publishing on both platforms, I-I Publishing. And then there is also Poetics U, P-O-E-T-I-X-U on Instagram Mm -hmm. and also on um, Facebook. Excellent. And I have other things that I'm doing, but those things are outside of the the literary scope. So um, you can follow those as well if if they catch your interest. And um, you can also follow her. Um, She has a a page too, (laughs) Um, Heard the Book. So I'm trying to, I just started that just to kind of give, you know, people a way to attach to the book because it's its own, own, own thing. Um, just kind of, you know, let, letting her leave the nest a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so those are the, the uh, then also subscribe to TonyInc.com, T-O-N-I-I-I-N-C. We're doing a lot of stuff in the Tony Inc. universe, (laughs) galaxy or universe, solar system, whichever one. Um, (laughs) So we have a lot that's happening there. So we're starting to communicate with our subscribers and let you know, keep you in the know of what we're doing and how you can support as well as maybe something that you're interested in being a part of. Excellent. And just like what Tony had said from the beginning, when it comes to this, writing is a very solitary exercise. It is something that, um, as I said before, when it comes down to it, it is you know just you and your ideas, you and your screen and everything. But having, having someone behind you that believes in you and wants to take your idea and turn it into a galaxy, that is something that is absolutely valuable. And it's something that I hope that all of you are able to get the opportunity to go ahead and and get your own ideas and get them made into galaxies. Because once that happens, once ideas grow to that level, then there really is no stopping you. So I want nothing but the best for you. I want all of your ideas to turn into galaxies. And for Tony Langhorn, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. And I will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? 
Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today.